Hi, I'm Vanessa Morris, and I'm a proud Yorta Yorta, Jajarung, and Wiradjuri woman. And this is the podcast of Triple R's Banksia, a weekly show celebrating First Nations music, arts, and culture. Banksia is broadcast live on Triple R from Wiradjuri country every Monday from midday to 1 pm. Hope you enjoy the podcast and feel free to get in touch via the Triple R website. You're listening to 3 Triple R. My name is Vanessa Morris and this is Banksia and I'll be here with you up until 1pm. Thanks to Kalia for holding it down on the grapevine over the, the last few hours and I would, of course, like to take a moment to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, the first peoples of the land in which I'm joining you from and paying my respects to elders past, present, emerging and future. I would also like to acknowledge all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people who may be listening in right now. Sovereignty has never ceded and it always was and always will be Aboriginal land. As mentioned at the very top there, my name is Vanessa Morris and I'm a proud Yorta Yorta, Jajarung and Wiradjuri woman and this is Banksia, a show which is all about First Nations music, arts and culture and on today's Show. I will be joined by a couple of special guests and first up I'll be having a conversation with Waramai man and composer Leon Rogers to talk all about the sound work for Yodia, a Bangara production that it was on in Adelaide over the weekend and has been travelling around the country and will be here in Nam at the Arts Centre from the 27th of September to the 7th of October and Yuldia is a ceremonial affirmation of history and heritage which awakens the earth and sky worlds to tell the story of Anangu people of the great Victorian desert and in addition to Leon's work Yuldia also features guest composers electric fields so yeah interested to learn more about how that's incorporated in with it as well as yeah, the work that Leon does as the composer of that production and I'll also be having a conversation later on with First Nations filmmaker writer and director Dina Curtis to talk all about the Rebel with a Cause documentary series, which premiered through MIF, the Melbourne International Film Festival, last week. And the documentary series was commissioned by NITV, and it's a four part docu series which hones in on the political dimension of the personal, showcasing the unparalleled efforts of four trailblazers from Queensland who individually have quite unique um, experiences and stories and impacts on the course of so-called Australian history through their, I guess, life. And the doco series, it features the stories of politician Neville Boner as well as teacher, barrister, public servant, jurist and activist Pat O'Shane, as well as radio presenter and activist Tiger Bales and activist, artist and educator Kath Walker. So, yeah, really looking forward to speaking more with Dina about that later on. And at the top there as well, I had a track from Muhammad Smith and Dancing Water. It's been a favourite of mine 
lately. So if you've been listening to Banksy, you've probably heard it before. That's called Slowly is the Fastest Way. And I'm going to leave you with a track from Noretha Williams. This one's called Into the Dusk We Fall, and I'll be back with you soon. Melbourne's own Triple R. You're listening to 3 Triple R. This is Banksia, and my name's Vanessa Morris. I just played a track from Noretha Williams, and that was called Into Dusk We Fall. And that little announcement as well was talking about Radiothon, which is coming up, so that's pretty exciting. And I'm now super excited to be joined in the studio by Waramai man and composer Leon Rogers to talk all about their work with Bangara's current production, Yuldia, a production that has been travelling a little bit around the country so far and it's had shows in Sydney and Adelaide over the weekend and will be happening here in NAM at the Arts Centre from the 27th of September to the 7th of October. Firstly, Leon, thank you so much for joining me today. Welcome to Banksia. No worries. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, thanks for joining me. And um, yeah, as I mentioned, so we're here to talk about your work as composer with this Yuldia production. And I know just before as well, we were chatting about it happening in Adelaide over the weekend. Um, yeah, how was how that? Yeah, it was really uh, cool obviously so with the production is based in South Australia mm. and um, as part of the uh, pre-production like cultural research we went out on country uh, to a Yalata community which is about 150k northwest of Sejuna uh, like on the Nullarbor sort of thing mm. um, so yeah we traveled there last year and spent a week out there on country but um yeah so the shows that over the weekend in Adelaide they we um that fortunate enough to meet back up with most of some of the community and we brought them to community night the show was really cool to you know see them see the show and ultimately it was you know the inspiration from then obviously which you know makes it all happen so it was cool to able to bring them in to watch it Mm-mm. yeah it sounds yeah really special to have yeah the community that you yeah. guys visited last year um come and check out the production um following that um yeah how was i guess their response to the production while you were there um I, well hopefully good yeah yeah <laughs> I, I didn't really chat too much afterwards but um mm-hmm. yeah no they seemed to really enjoy it and yeah no it was, a, it was like a big deal for, for everybody. So Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, you were mentioning as well um, that uh, in developing this production, um, there was a visit to their country um, last year as well and spending time there. How was that in developing this work that you've done? Yeah, so I went out there with uh, Francis and Electric Fields, mm-hmm. Michael Lindsay. Um, yeah, we spent a week out there. Um, yeah, just... Yeah, I guess immersing ourselves in story and culture, and we got shown a few sort of uh, sacred sites and um, you know places of sort of activity and interest. And like the, we went out uh, to the train line. There it was like where so at nineteen seventeen. It's one of the segments in the show. It's called Steel Snake, and it's about the construction of the train line being sort of a um, really disruptive obviously thing for the local people mm. so yeah we went and visited the the sort of area the train line there and um actually it was we didn't really plan it but 
mm. we were, when we got there, we were just set up and we were walking around and then we heard the like something in the distance and then, mm. yeah, funnily enough, the train came screaming past. So that right. I actually got a couple of field recordings and stuff of uh, it. Okay. But, um, yeah, we visited um, like a few other sites. Like, uh, there's a character called Daisy Bates. She was like a self-proclaimed anthropologist and uh, she lived out there with some of the local people and, yeah, we s- sort of saw like her gravesite and stuff. It was pretty creepy. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was really special. Like one moment I was out there with a young fella, Franklin. He was like, 22 and he obviously lived out there his whole life. But we were just walking around. He's like, man, I've actually never been here myself. Yeah, right. So it was really a special moment, you know, like quite privy to these lands that, you know, no one's walked Mm-mm. for ages. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it sounds like the experience of being out on country and you're having, yeah, I guess getting the field recordings that you're mentioning – um, and just being in that space to then transforming that into the work that is being presented through Yordia and the work of you as composer as well. Um, yeah, how was that, I guess, experience from going from country and being in that space and, I don't know, with the others of the production as well to then transforming that into what's it presented through this production? Yeah, well, we definitely weren't short of inspiration mm. and, you know, it's, it's such a rich sort of air, like melting pot of like just the, especially, you know, when it was like first starting to be colonised, it was just such a, you know, like amazing sort of point in history, in Australian history. So mm. we're talking like you know, early 1900s um, sort of, yeah, first contact I guess out there and that but um yeah so I'm, di- I'm digressing from the original question um yeah the bringing back all that knowledge and stuff and sort of carving out this story I, I didn't expect it to be so like improvised and like well that's a, probably the wrong word but yeah it was it was like the the process for, like the writing process was like mm. fairly quick for me. Mm-mm. If you know, if I had my way, I'd spend a year on each song. Mm-hmm. But you can't really do that. Mm. So, yeah, it was. I guess that's a good. You've still got the um, the energy and the the feeling and stuff from country. It's still fresh. So I guess why it's a quick process. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and the process of also working with um, Francis's choreographer, and then also the set design and everything like does that all kind of come into play in your work as composing um yeah it's yeah yeah it's definitely like a collaborative Mm. effort especially between Francis and I so I so like a you know a typical day with me coming in to watch the dancers rehearse and watch (laughs) Francis sort of carve out this story and then I'd go in my little studio, stare at the wall for a bit and think, mm-hmm. what am I doing? And then, um, you know, I'd start writing pieces and pretty much it would be me walking back and forth from the studio to the rehearsal room just keeping the um, collaborative sort of thing happening. Yeah, yeah, it sounds quite organic. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that 
improvised approach um, quite, I guess, open. and Yeah, like even seeing, like, like sort of, it's similar to like playing, because I played in bands quite a lot growing up and, um, mm-hmm. you know, you come to the rehearse, rehearsal room with your friends. It's like, has anybody got a riff or an idea? It's a similar mm-hmm. thing. It's like Francis would ask the dancers, you know, uh, just explore has anybody got something sort of thing and mm-hmm. it was really cool to see like that collaborative effort you know trickle down through everybody so yeah yeah that's um yeah pretty cool to think about it yeah I guess as a different example of yeah playing in a band or but then this is slightly different where you're just yeah working with other creatives yeah. as well um and developing uh, pieces in response to what they're doing or vice versa yeah yeah, it was definitely a, like a little direct feedback of each other's sort of different departments. Yeah, yeah. And um, I know that also, so Electric Fields are guest composers mm. as a part of this. Yeah, so they composed the first ten, the first section, which is called Supernova. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so for that section, we actually, you're already familiar with Carly Noon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we had her as a cultural consultant mm. on the project was uh, amazing to have her some of the um zoom meetings when she started talking a bit mathematical it was mm. like I was like a dog being shown a card trick I didn't quite know what was happening but <laughs> yeah uh yeah so that was really cool to have her um come on so yeah she was consultant for supernova which is the section electric fields wrote and then Electric Fields and I collaborate, collaborated on the last section together. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty special. It was sort of unplanned and then as I was writing, I'm like, do you guys want to help me? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, it sounds quite special. And as you are mentioning, um, Carly Noon, who was the cultural astronomer yeah, as yeah. a part of it. Yeah. Um, which sounds, yeah, quite special. And I know when I was looking at the lineup for people as a part of the production and seeing, yeah, the cultural astronomer um, role yeah. of Carly, I was really curious as to what that looked like. Yeah, for, well, um, she Yulia. spoke a lot about sky law. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we actually got to, she gave us a little talk and tour where we're at the Sydney Observatory there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really cool. And, um, yeah, just to have somebody you know as intelligent and amazing and like connected sort of just yeah speak so freely and fluently about something so complicated but Mm. yet tethered to this spiritual sort of aspect as well which is cool yeah yeah it sounds yeah like a really beautiful um collaboration of different kinds of expertise um yeah and knowledge in the creation of Yuldia um for sure and especially you're hearing about the electric fields um collaboration with you in your composer work um in the end track as well um yeah it's pretty special and I'm not going to spoil it give anything away but it's a very it's a very nice little bow on the end of the production yeah it's quite uplifting yeah, yeah. And um yeah, with um this production, so you also previously or recently received the David Page Fellowship through um Bangara, which yeah, led the, you to Yeah, exactly. This? So yeah, twenty twenty two. 
Sorry, it's the whole COVID thing's throwing yeah. me off. It's 2022 David Page Fellowship. Um, yeah, I was mentored through Stephen's last production, which was Woojung. Mm. And um, just, yeah, I was a fly on the wall for that, which was a, amazing because his last production, it was um, it was like a musical. It was like this yeah, right. mammoth thing. And I was like, holy shit. But, uh, um, yeah, and I was like, oh, that was really fun. And then... Sort of randomly, Frances called me up. As she's like, "Do you want to compose the music for my first production?" I'm like, mm. "Oh crap! Are you sure you got the right Leon?" Like, uh, but yeah. I, and then oh, here we are. But um, yeah, it's been the most creative I've ever felt in my career. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah I came from like um, film and TV sort of stuff mm-hmm. recently. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a major production. Um, this Yuldia, um, which we're here to talk about. Mm. And, yeah, for those listening as well, so I've been having a conversation with Leon Rogers about their work through the Bangara production, Yuldia, which they're the composer of um, such a big production and it will be happening at the Arts Centre from the 27th of September to the 7th of October. But it is visiting other parts of the country as well. Yeah, we in, the last leg is in Bendigo as well. I can't, yeah, right. I, don't have the dates off my top of my head, but you can get tickets through Bangara or I'm not too sure the venue had been to go. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. You'll be, you can find them if you've got the internet, you know what to do. Yeah. And it's also going up to Mianjin as well. Yep. Yeah. I'll be traveling up there. I'll be, I'm originally from Sunshine Coast. Mm-hmm. So I've got a lot of friends and family coming to that show. So should be a pretty fun night there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, sounds exciting to have this um, travelling around as well. And yeah, I guess for you in terms of just your work on this particular piece, because it is quite big, how does it feel for you to be, I guess, sharing this now with the different audiences? Um, to be honest, I, like if because I, if I watch it, I'll sit in the audience. I still crap myself. Yeah. I don't know. It's like such a, like I'm still like, so attached to it Mm. yeah I should probably take a bit of a step back but Mm. yeah I'm I'm still just like obviously it's that your your own worst critics like oh if I had more time I'd change this and this but yeah Mm -hmm. I'm so happy and stoked with the outcome and it just looks amazing like the set design and obviously the dancers are just like impeccable like even over the weekend watching them like how much they've like they're like a homogenous one organic being now that like they move as one it's just Mm -hmm. really cool to see i guess like in a band you tighten up over a few shows Mm -hmm. um yeah and yeah it sounds yeah quite amazing and i think yeah for people as artists it is a little bit hard sometimes to just let things go or a piece of work just as is no i'm a weirdo (laughs) i'm yeah perfectionist oh yeah yeah (laughs) Um, and you also mentioned earlier that um, you previously done, I guess, compositions for film and documentary a bit more. Yeah. Um, can you tell us about that? Uh, oh, so I'll plug a little thing. We just, a short film I composed for uh, called Cartele, which is mm. Mud Skipper. Um, just won Best Australian Short Film oh, yeah. uh, yesterday over the yeah, weekend right. uh, with MIF. Yeah. And it'll be showing at MIF uh 
I think, over the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so I've been working with – that was directed by John Harvey. I've been working with him pretty much. He really got me started through all this. So shout out to John Harvey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so just uh, some, like, NIT docos and – there was one last year. It was a pretty big ABC full-length documentary called Still We Rise. Oh, yeah. I'm not too sure if you mm-hmm. – it's currently on ABC Ivy. You can still yeah. check it out. And that was about the, uh, like, 50-year anniversary of the um, – The 10 Embassy. The 10 Embassy. Sorry, I had a full mind blank just then. I'm glad you um, – but, yeah, so just I guess first time composing for dance, it's just like I don't know what I'm doing, but – I was really, I really enjoyed it, and yeah, as I said, it was like the most creative I've ever felt. Sort of bringing these sometimes really abstract, obscure ideas and friend, like yeah, that's cool, I like it. I'm like, whoa, okay, <laughs> I can, you know, there's a fairly large territory I can explore. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, and are you working on anything else that you can tell us about while you're here, or? Um, Sort of, but I'm only like just formulating the idea for yeah. it. If I started to, I'd sound like a madman trying to talk <laughs> about it because it's kind of an abstract, weird visual sound mm. thing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. Yeah, that sounds um, exciting and yeah, I'd be keen to learn more about it when yeah, you're ready to talk when more I about formulate it. more of an idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can probably articulate it a bit better. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, Leon, it's been so amazing to have you join me today and to hear all about the work that you've been doing with Yuldia, um, which is the Bangara production. And for those listening in as well, so yeah, I've been having a yarn with Wormai Manning composer Leon Rogers all about the Yuldia production, which is at the Arts Centre from the 27th of September to the 7th of October, but it's also visiting... Bendigo as well as Mianjin and yeah, they also have some work that they compose as a part of the film Kudala? Katale. Katale. K-A-T-E-L-E. And I'll, yeah, I'll put up more information to that okay. on the Triple R website as well um, for those listening in as it is uh, screening as a part of Myth. Um, but yeah, Leon, it's been amazing to have you join me today on Banks. Yeah, um, thanks so much and yeah, keen to hear more about the other projects that you're doing in future as well. No worries. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Triple R. My name is Vanessa Morris and I'm now super excited to be joined by First Nations filmmaker, writer and director Dina Curtis to talk all about the Revel with a Cause documentary series which was premiered through MIF, the Melbourne International Film Festival, last week. Firstly, Dina, thank you so much for joining me today. Welcome to Banksia. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Vanessa. Yeah, it's so lovely to have you here. And, yeah, as I mentioned, so we're here to talk about the Rebel with a Cause documentary series, which was premiered last week um, through MIF. It's a really powerful uh, series which captures the stories of four trailblazers in Aboriginal history. Um, For those listening in, can you tell us about the series? 
Yeah, so um, Rebel with a Cause is a four-part series commissioned by the National Indigenous Television uh, Channel and TV and uh, supported by Screen Australia and Screen Queensland. And the series acknowledges and celebrates the lives of four Queensland trailblazers who in the adversity... You know, in the in the face of adversity, um, their activism changed the course of Australian history. So each episode features one rebel, and in this uh, season of Rebel with a Cause, we feature uh, Neville Bonner, who was one of you know Australia's first Aboriginal um, senator. Uh, Audrey Newknuckle, who was the first Aboriginal person to publish a book of verse. Uh, Tiger Bales, who was a media icon and, um, you know, was pivotal in establishing Radio Redfern and uh, AAA Murray Country here in Brisbane. And Pat O'Shane, who has many firsts, um, but one of her most, you know, the first that she's most famous for is the first uh, Aboriginal barrister and magistrate in Australia. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Quite uh, amazing people uh, to have featured in this documentary series, and yeah, that um, the theme of them being considered rebels or radicals um, of their time uh, really just shows this passion and determination that each individual has, which I think is something that's quite amazing about this series. Um, yeah, in terms of that, I guess common thread that's throughout it. Um, can you tell us more about that and the importance of each of the individuals? Yeah, I mean, I think essentially the, you know, the idea of Rebel with the Cause was to really um, acknowledge and highlight the contribution that each of them have given to, you know, the Australian community, let alone their own community. And um, just, you know, looking at what, the fire in their belly was, where it came from, what drove them, you know, just to keep on going, to get up and keep going and to really build uh, the context of Australia at that time in that they were, you know, um, their most active, I would say. And so just highlighting the adversities that they were challenged with and, you know, their family support and the continuation of, you know, that they were able to keep getting up and keep fighting for the causes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's definitely something that, yeah, l- looking at the series and each of the individuals and them never giving up um, regardless of the challenges that each of them were faced. And I think that that's something that's quite amazing about this series. Um, yeah, in terms of, I guess, working on it, because it is quite a big project when with the four essentially individual documentaries. Um, how Over what period of time did that get worked on? And yeah, how was, I guess, the process of pulling that all together? Yeah, I mean, we started... Uh, development in March last year and um, yeah and then to premiere so it's basically it's taken a little over um, a year maybe about 14-15 months to make the series and there is a lot of archival content in in the series and I think that was the challenge was three you know out of our four rebels had passed away and mm-hmm. we really wanted them to be you know driving their own story so it was really about looking for that archive that enabled us to to do that and then with 
you know, have interviews from their family to support their story or to share their experiences from their perspective, you know, and to get that little bit more insight into each of our rebels. So it was a massive task in terms of looking at all the archive, and we worked with um, Naomi Hall, whose company is called Research Engine, and she's a very uh, talented and experienced uh, archive researcher and producer. Mm-hmm. So we worked with her, and she, her knowledge of all the archive houses across the country um, is a very, very good resource. Um, so we pulled that together, and then, you know, um, families that we engaged with and now interviewed cast and also, you know, were generous enough to open their family archives and to share, you know, photographs and home footage of each of the rebels and the families as well. So it was really a collaborative effort, I think, by the whole team yeah. and archive houses and, and the families as well involved in the film. Yeah, quite a big undertaking and, yeah, all of the archival footage and, as you were mentioning, so three of the four rebels that are featured in this series have passed. But, yeah, I do feel that you do still hear their voices very much so in it and the story, yeah, feels so, like, really authentic Um, and hearing from their families as well. Um, In terms of, I guess, that kind of decision around these four specific individuals because they're quite unique in what they were all driving for um, from a media icon to a poet to a politician to yeah the barrister Um, yeah how did I guess that kind of decision around those four individuals come about? Yeah Um, I think it essentially came from our directors you know when during development they all came with somebody that they wanted to tell the story of and it was these four um you know rebels that they they really wanted to share the story of and i think it was you know from a perspective of NITV they really wanted the series to focus on activists who you know worked through art or um, politics, not necessarily. They were very clear that they didn't want musicians because they have another series that looks at that, and and sports people. So it really helped us focus who our people were. And then, um, you know, this series is kind of, was intended as a pilot series. Um, And so, you know, we focused on Queensland Trailblazers for this series and with the hope that our next series will be able to expand across the country. So I think each of these uh, rebels really spoke to our directors, our writer-directors, and they really wanted to tell their stories for personal reasons. Like, you know, Jill Robinson, who's the director of Pat O'Shane, you know, said that, you know, she'd grown up knowing about Pat and seeing her in the news, Mm -hmm. and she was always portrayed as an angry black woman. And so she really wanted to kind of investigate that and kind of look at, you know, what that reputation was and, um, you know, and get to know her a bit bit more and to see what the real story was. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah. Yeah, I feel like, um, yeah, the Rebel with a Cause series and documenting this history and the individuals that, are featured in it um, is really important in capturing yeah the history for Aboriginal people, but then also for so-called Australia as well as 
I feel like those stories are maybe not necessarily spoken about um, and quite unique. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see this series hopefully expand as well Um, because I feel like, yeah, there's people that it'll be great to hear their stories as well um, in that kind of history. Um, Yeah, is there much talk around expansion of it or maybe that's just a hope for the time being? Um, it's a hopeful time being now. I was kind of still in the process of delivering to NITV, which the series will go to air, be broadcast later this year, um, probably around October. Um, and so I guess once that's happened, then we'll have a conversation and hopefully it will will be able to expand the series. I mean, I think it's a really important series in Mm. terms of recognising and and really kind of showing our audiences and our younger generations, you know, that there are these trailblazers in, you know, in our country or Aboriginal trailblazers who really led, you know, the pathways of um, and opportunities that, you know, are available to us today and what they, if they hadn't fought for them, would we still have, would we still have them? So I think they're, they're really important stories to tell and they're really yeah. important people to acknowledge. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so hopefully it will continue to grow um, over the years to come. Yeah, yeah, it's a really important series and, yeah, it'll be excellent, exciting to see the future of it and, Hopefully the expansion of it because, yeah, documenting these, yeah, trailblazers and their experiences and, yeah, their work in paving the way for generations now and future generations is super important. And you're also quite busy in your work as a producer and a director and a writer. Um, Are you working on anything at the moment that you can tell us about or that we can expect to hear about soon? I'm in development of uh, a couple of documentaries, which I'm hoping, you know, will happen um, in the coming months. Mm-hmm. Um, I just finished a series for uh, that just finished broadcasting on ABC called First Weapons, uh, which looked at the science behind traditional uh, weaponry. Yeah. Um, and so, hoping to, you know, continue developing some documentaries. Um, feature documentary and another program for NITV so it's a busy year ahead and we'll see how it all comes together. Yeah, really excited, yeah, to see, yeah, what's to come from you and, yeah, for people listening in as well. So I've been having a conversation with Dana Curtis and we've been talking about the new Rebel With A Cause documentary series which premiered through MIF last week and I'm pretty sure it's available online through MIF to watch, um, but I'll find out more about that and put it up on the Triple R website and yeah Dana it's been really amazing to have a conversation with you today and really excited to yeah see what's to come from this series but then also other work that you're doing as well thank you so much for joining me today thank you thanks for having me can I just mention that the series will be available through Miss Play from the 18th Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Myth Play from the 18th. And, yeah, I'll put that up on the Triple R website for people listening in as well. A, a series that I feel is definitely worth watching, a really important one. But, yeah, Dina, it's been amazing to chat with you today. Thanks again for joining me. No, thank you for your time. Thank you. Melbourne's own Triple R.
You're listening to Banks here on 3 Triple R. My name is Vanessa Morrison. That's about it for the show. I was lucky to join by a couple of special guests and earlier on I had a conversation with War My Man and composer Leon Rogers to talk all about their work through Yuldia, which is a production from Bangara and that's going to be in Nam at the Arts Centre from the 27th of September to the 7th of October. It's also going to be visiting Bendigo and Mianjin as well, but I'll put up more information to that on the our website later on and I also had a conversation with First Nations filmmaker, writer and director Dina Curtis to talk all about The Rebel with a Cause documentary series which premiered through Myth last week and will be available to watch through Myth play on from the 18th of August as well. I'll put up more information to that as well later on. Such an important documentary series. Up next is Zero G and I'll see you back on the Triple R Airwaves soon. I hope you have a beautiful week until then and yeah, I'll be back soon. Thanks for listening to the podcast of Banksia, a weekly show celebrating First Nations music, arts and culture. Banksia is broadcast live on Triple R from Wurundjeri Country each and every Monday from midday till 1pm. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast and feel free to keep in touch at rrr.org.au or follow Banksia on Instagram at banksiarrr.org.au.